John Wall. All right, we're here with my man John Wall. Man, thanks for joining in the zone. No Great problem. to have thanks you. Thanks for having me. And you see, you in the zone. All right. <laughs> Do you watch a lot of old school? Obviously, you weren't. I don't even know if you were no. born. Yeah, you weren't born in time to see Bird or Dr. J, but do you ever watch film of them or get familiarize uh, yourself probably, with their games? Probably not film, but like the classes, the NBA, like okay. classes, they always got games on. I want to see, like I like the matchup. Best game I think I seen play was him and Dominique having that big duel. Like just to see that short shorts back in the day, <laughs> like white and black, it was amazing. And it's like kind of different than what we play like now. I was gonna say, it does look different. You watch a game, like when you watch those games, What's going through your mind as far as how different it looks from the way y'all play now? Guys are more athletic, faster. Um, it's like Showtime, you're in the spotlight now. Mm -hmm. uh, back then, you really had one team that you called Showtime. I was really in the spotlight with the Lakers, but they played fundamental. It wasn't no flashiness, nobody with a crazy handle. It was just guys that knew how to play the game the right way. It's part of you like looking at it like, man, they, these are legends, but they ain't doing what it's we just do. Like, it's like they legends, like you said, but like if I see myself with this way I play or Kyrie play or Steph play or LeBron play in that area, it wouldn't look right. You'd be like, what? So like, when you had a comparison, people like, well, he couldn't do this in that area. Well, it's two different areas. Like, yeah. what if they wouldn't be able to do what we did in our area, how fast the game is and more athletic and physical guys are? Yeah, and one thing I noticed when I'm watching it, you see how closely the game was played to the paint. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, like now it's so spread out, but back then it was like all around the paint. You yeah, know? you had legit post players. Yeah, threw the ball yeah. in the post, cut back door fundamental. Now it's like, it's one big man and floor is all four guards basically. You yeah. just try and shoot a lot of threes and get out in transition. All right, right behind you is not a basketball player, but of course, Muhammad Ali. What's your thoughts when you, you see him? I'm um, a legend. A guy that uh, stood by whatever he said, he meant it. Uh, he didn't back down from anybody. And uh, it's amazing because I have a tattoo him on my back. Oh, really? Yeah, so um, he's just a legend, man. Somebody that did it his way. He was a champion and he, and he fought for what he believed in. When did you get that tattoo? Uh, last summer. Okay. So he's your, is he your favorite like, he's athlete? Like, he's like one of my favorite athletes. I have Martin Luther King on one side, him on one side, and I got some more to get. So Who else you want to get? Uh, Malcolm X, and then I'm thinking about Jackie Robinson. Oh, you you a deep you you more than a basketball player. Yeah. <laughs> Do you read a lot? You read like I, I'm not a big stuff? reader, but I, I check up on certain guys that mean a lot to our history and what mm -hmm. this for the world. And uh, some I'm trying to get into is to do a lot more reading though. What do you? I mean, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, Ali, obviously all these guys politically charged. When you see what's going on in the country today with the police brutality, the protest about the president, you know, what are your thoughts on stuff like that? Um, I think you just got, it's, it's tough. It's a tough situation at times. You know I mean? You never know what the situation really is if he wasn't there. Mm -hmm. um, I really think if you didn't have social media or this, we probably wouldn't be able to see what a lot of things are happening. And I think um, you can't retaliate the way we are retaliating. You know I mean, I feel like you're not doing that, but making things worse. Or if we down there breaking in restaurants or targets and things like that, you're not doing that, but terrorizing your city you live in. I think we got to learn to find a better way to react. At the same time, we got to give everybody a chance and see how they do. Yeah. A lot of people might not agree what's going on, but you just got to sit back and do your part of your job. Do you, there's a lot of talk now about should athletes use their platform to speak out and you know, what's, what are your thoughts on that? I think so. You speak out to a certain extent. If you know what you're talking about, you do your background check, you're reading up on it, you're really focusing on it. Yeah, you, you can have something to say. 
And I think it's, it's big, like, you know what I mean, with CP and uh, Bron and Melo and D-Way and all those guys talk at the SP, it was big because a lot of people look up to those guys. Mm-hmm. They're like basically the face of the NBA for a long time. And, you know, I mean, there are times of getting away, but a lot of people look at them waiting for to see what they do. So when they come out, everybody else will come out and start talking. Um, I love your game because you're a pass first point guard, but you still gonna give me 20 points. You know what I mean? Yeah. And a lot of people think it's one or the other, but you obviously do both. Like the greats, I mean, Magic averaged 19, Isaiah averaged, Isaiah Thomas, 19, 20 points a mm-hmm. game, and they still were pass first and got assists. So do you feel like you're somewhat one of the last of a dying breed? Because a lot of point guards now, they, they scoring first. I think so. I mean, you say Chris Paul's one of those guys too, that's in that era. Um, Dan Williams was when he was healthy. But uh, yeah, I think a lot of guards now just score. They're scoring guards. I mean, not saying they can't pass, but their mindset is they want to score. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mindset is just try to do whatever it is to help my team win. And um, a lot of people are like, well, he can get his assists, he can't score. Well, I can score, but I, for my team to be great and for us to go as far as we need to, I have to be able to manage and do both of them. Yeah, you you mentioned Darren Williams. He was, you know, a few years ago. I mean, he mm. was. It was him and Chris Paul, top two. He looked like he was a surefire Hall of Famer. Injuries and uh, you know he went to a different team. All that stuff kind of derailed him. Do you ever look at that as a cautionary tale? Like, don't get too cocky just because you right now it's looking like you headed toward the Hall of Fame and stuff like that? Um, yeah. Well, me, I always live by a quote, and I have a tattoo on me: "Never satisfied, so determined." No matter. That same hunger you have when you're trying to go reach the number one spot or whatever spot you're trying to get to, you got to have that same hunger when you get it. Because the same people, how you went and got it and you was hunting people, uh-huh. they're coming to hunt you. And uh, do you want somebody to come and take your spot? So that's how I focus on it. Is that hard to do, though? Because nah, you, not you for get me. all the toys and the bells and whistles. Not for me, because in high school, I wasn't nobody till like my 11th grade year. Okay. So I was going after everybody, looking on scout.com, oh, I want to play this person, I want to play that person. So when I got the name, everybody was like, oh, it's a fluke. He can't hold on to it. So that brings more motivation and urge for me to want to be better. Okay. So did you, in high school, did you face guys that were more touted than you, and yeah. now you're way light years ahead of them? Well, the crazy story is like how everybody is so amazed about, like Isaiah Thomas, like that's one of the guys I was looking at and had the opportunity to play him. He same year? No, nah, he was a year ahead of me. Okay. Two years ahead of me, but it was just I had the opportunity to play him at a camp, and it was like he does the same thing he does now. It's just everybody questioned him, can he be a real point guard? But he's a scoring point guard. But um, it was great. But like, no, it's a lot of guys I'm passed up in my class. You know, I played against Lance Stevenson and all those guys, Abdul Gaddy. A uh, guy like Avery Bradley I played against, he's still in the league. So it's great to see those guys that I competed against. All right, um, who's the GOAT? Basketball. Hmm? Michael Jordan. Okay, it is. <laughs> I know. Okay, okay. Yeah, all I right, think he's the right. GOAT. All right, yeah. Um, Mount Rushmore. Who's on your Mount Rushmore? That's four. That's just four. So who's a player? Mmm. Um, Magic. Jordan. Man, that's a tough one. Um, I put Shaq up there. I like Shaq. Okay. And um, I can't think of a fourth one. But that was my, that's my, like, most three, <laughs> I think, yeah. Okay, okay, that's hard to argue with. Now, you hear a lot of people say um, the East Cavs got a cakewalk to the finals. I got to be honest, I've said it. I think the Cavs are the clear favorite in the East. When you hear stuff like that, does it bother you? Does it fuel you? What are, you, what are your thoughts? Well, it, it can't do nothing but fuel you, give you motivation, because 
he, LeBron's been in six straight finals, two times with the Cavs and won one last year. So they're defending champs and it's like nobody really gave them a big test. Um, I feel like the East has got stronger this year. Uh, and the multiple thing is when you get the opportunity, if you do meet up with them, wherever you meet them up, first round, second round, Eastern Conference Finals, you have to have that mindset throughout one through 15 guys and the coaching staff have to believe. You gotta feel like you can win, get them a fight. You know I mean? Anybody can be thrown at any time. And all you gotta do is, is about staying healthy and having heart and compete. I know a few years ago you felt like you didn't get the respect as an individual player you deserve. You feel like you've gotten that now? Uh, I think I'm starting to. I mean, I feel like the year like I made the All-Star team and started, uh, I feel like I was going to be All-NBA team that year, and it, and it didn't happen. I think I averaged like 19 and 10, something. And uh, this year, I think it's turned around. We're winning more games, probably the most games I ever won going into an All-Star break. Um, but like I say, you're winning. Your team's doing well. You get the recognition. And uh, without my coaches and other 14 guys, I wouldn't be the player or in the position I am now. Now at point guard, I mean, that's the deepest, toughest position in the league right now. How, what mindset do you have to have when you got so many great point guards you're going against every night? I feel like that's the toughest position in the league. And even the guys that's not all-stars, they don't get talked about, they're still going to make it tough on you. So every night you got to go out there with a mindset that you got to bring your A game. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, it could be up for a rude awakening. Some of the, the top ones, in addition to yourself, Steph Curry, he's distinguished by his jump shot. Kyrie, his handle. Russell Westbrook, his energy. What what do you feel like is the one thing that would distinguish you from other players at that position? Um, I just think a guy that brings it on both ends of the floor. Uh, I can dictate a game if I'm scoring or if, or just getting stops on the defensive end or getting steals and or assisting and setting my guys up. Um, that's one thing I kind of learned at a young age is you're going to have off nights, but can you do other things to help your team win? Mm -hmm. And uh, early on in my career when I had off nights, I probably wouldn't do the other things to keep my team in the game and get frustrated about it. But now, with the uh, leadership and experience and growth I have, I put it all aside. You are one of the fastest players in the league, clearly. And you know when you're guarding a guy or a guy's guarding you, you know who's fast mm -hmm. and who's quick. Have you ever played anybody that's quicker than you? Uh, probably like quick wise, I would say Derrick Rose when he was healthy, like he was quick, like his first step was quick. Uh, some guys are fast, some guys are lateral quick, but he was one of the fastest people. You, now do you feel like you got both, quick, quickness and fast. Yeah, I think I have both, yeah. yeah. Who, who's the toughest uh, point guard matchup for you? Uh, to be honest, like in the past it would probably be Derrick and Russell, but now just Russell. I mean, he plays with so much energy on both ends of the floor. But he's posting up, he's setting everything up for his teammates, and he can shoot the ball. And it's tough when the guys, you know, they're going to get their 20, 25 shots. So yeah. you're just trying to make it tough. I mean, that's all you really do is try to make it tough and make them work on both ends of the floor. You Do you have a rival, you feel like, individually? No, I don't think so. But I feel like every time, like, me and Kyrie play, they try to, like, make it a rival because we're in the East. Like, but, um... It's just, we, I enjoy the matchup of going against great point guards. And they don't do nothing but bring, try to bring the best out of me. And, you know, people look at it, if they're not watching the game, if it ain't on TV, they be like, look at the numbers and be like, well, he killed him tonight. Well, I'm like, well, we got the win, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. that's all that matters. Now, Boston, I guess they're a rival now as a team. Would you say that? Uh, I think it's kind of starting to be. I think, like, if we get to play them in the playoffs, that yeah. will really start a rivalry. You know what I mean? Because we have to go against them. Yeah. So you can win four games first, but it's it's a lot of competitiveness and chippiness going both ways. But uh, one thing I can say and I respect is the last time we played them, it was no dirty play. Everybody just played a, a friendly game and we competed. 
and uh, we just came out with the win. Did you and Jay Crowder, did y'all, was there any interaction? Any nah, up? throughout that game, it was just like, we here to play, they here to play, and I mean, nobody said anything, nobody did anything, and yeah. we just competed. I mean, you you slapped Jay Crowder. That that that's that Jay Crowder looked like one of the toughest dudes in the league, and and I could see you weren't scared. Like when y'all were talking, you know, a lot. I think a lot of guys, it's easy to get in a fight on the court because yeah. you know it ain't gonna go nowhere. Yeah. But you clearly weren't scared. You know what made you? I mean, you just reflex when he poked you. Yeah, it's just a reflex. Somebody touching my face, and I mean, it's just something you can't allow to happen. But. If it was him or anybody else, I'm just not going to back down. You know what I mean? I just yeah. have too much heart for that. And like I said, nobody's going to fight in between the lines. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have too many, we're, all, we're too many role models to a lot of kids. And nobody wants to lose that check and go through yeah. any of that. But um, it's just a principle thing. I mean, anybody is like somebody coming on the street and touching you in your mm -hmm. face, you're just not going to allow it to happen. That's all it was. You mentioned earlier you voted for Bradley Bill as an all-star. There's all you you've seen all these reports that y'all don't get along. Y'all what is the state of that relationship? We have a great relationship, but it's just like this. You ever look at any two young stars trying to get put a name, get their name known in this league, and we both want to be great. We both want to take the last shot. We both want to be the man. Uh, and I think this year we just kind of balance it out. And one thing it is, is like uh, we have a great relationship. That's like my little brother. We talk all the time. Even when that was going on, we didn't call each other and have a sit down and be like we got to figure it out. We just laughed at it and moved it on. Who who are your closest friends in the league? Um, DeMar DeRozan, okay. Kyrie, Paul George. You know DeMarcus and Eric Bledsoe. Uh, it was like my closest guys. You mentioned DeMarcus and Bledsoe. Did you see what your former coach John Calipari said recently about uh, an all-Kentucky team could win the NBA title? I, what do you think about that? It's a, it's a that's a, a team. pretty tough team there. <laughs> yeah. It was tough. you, Devin Booker. Yeah. Carly Towns, Anthony yeah. Davis, and Demarcus. I mean, what would be the toughest? Like, I don't say toughest thing. What would be the key to making that team win a title? Because obviously, you'd have the talent. The easiest thing I think is um, all those guys have a lot of heart and they have pride in defending. I mean, that's the key. Yeah. When you have a lot of talent, can you defend? Can you get stops? And can you get everybody to play the right way and play together? And if you can do that. All it is is just seeing what can happen. If, if that team was together, y'all'd win it this year. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty. Because it's like <laughs> all it is. Only problem you have to deal with is everybody has to buy in and know it yeah. might be a leader, a, a different leader score every night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all you have to buy into. Yeah. Um. That that that's that's really that, that's an amazing. <laughs> yeah, I seen team. it. And I was like, whoa. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a that'd team. Be crazy. Um, Demarcus, I, like you said, you guys are good friends. Is he misunderstood? I think so. Um, what it is, is, you know what I mean, he's already big, he's like a bully. Yeah, he plays yeah. with so much heart and so much drive, and he want to be great, and he um, kind of get misread along. But if you really get to know him, he's all about first impressions. Okay. So, like, you first meet him, if he don't like you, you're going to understand you're not going to talk to him ever again. <laughs> but if y'all got a great bond, he's rocking with you, he's rolling with you, he's going to hold you down. I think it is, it's just, it's tough for him. I mean, he had a bad rep early on, which mm -hmm. he had a hot head, and he know that I can tell him that he won't get mad. And I think now he's trying to change his ways, but when he do it, they still kind of revert back to what he's been in the past. And he's trying to put that behind him, but it's, it's kind of tough. The crazy thing is we met when we was 14. When I was real skinny, he was skinny. And then we've been talking since then, and we said we want to go to college together. He was my roommate. So I've been through everything with him and know yeah. how he act. I know he likes slow jams to go to sleep and all that. <laughs> and that's why I say it's like whoever his point guard is, whoever his coach is, whoever it is, if he get a great bond with you early on and he feel like he can trust you, 
he could go to war with you. Cool, cool. John, I appreciate, appreciate it, man. Thanks Thank a lot you. for joining us in the zone. Good luck for the rest of the year, man. Appreciate it.